Voice of St. Louis original podcast. I'm Michael Calhoun from the KMOX Newsroom with all the news you need from across the St. Louis region in the St. Louis All Local. I'm Michael Calhoun. Today is Tuesday, December 19th. Our top local story. If this had happened a few hours earlier, what, like an hour earlier or so when people were at the bar, they could have killed people. They would have killed people. We continue to try to nail down exactly what happened overnight Monday when a St. Louis police cruiser crashed through the front wall of a bar on South Broadway. Then some sort of encounter with the owner of the bar who lives upstairs led to the man's arrest. Attorney for 37-year-old Chad Morris, Javad Kazeli. Everything is going home until one of the police officers asks Mr. Demands from Mr. Pence that he shows his ID on his own property. And when Mr. Pence questions him, the officer immediately places him in handcuffs that announces publicly to everybody that anybody who yells at him is going to be arrested for public disturbance. And then when Mr. Pence's husband shows up to ask why his husband has been handcuffed, then they arrest him. And the video shows the aftermath of a pretty severe beating. But St. Louis police said Morris was only taken to the hospital because he complained of a pre-existing condition. Cazelli says a black eye is not a pre-existing condition. He's got black eyes. He has a black eye. He has bruising all over his body. He was beaten pretty severely. The video also shows the police throwing him back into the back of a van onto the ground and not securing him and then taking off which is known as a rough ride. We're getting statements now from city leadership. Mayor Tashara Jones says, quote, everybody deserves to feel safe in homes, neighborhoods, and communities. Bar PM has provided members of the LGBTQIA plus community with a gathering place and refuge from a society that continues to marginalize their existence and incidents like these can break an already fragile trust with law enforcement. This incident is currently under investigation and the officers involved will be held accountable for any and all misconduct committed while on duty. Aldermanic President Megan Green's office says, quote, we firmly believe the charges against Mr. Morris should be dropped. Moreover, this incident demonstrates the need for greater oversight of law enforcement. That's why President Green is calling for an immediate release of dash cam and body camera footage related to the incident. Granite City workers have been reacting to the news that Nippon acquired U.S. Steel, but now the mayor is too. Mike Parkinson says this deal has made him skeptical about the future of steel in Granite City. His reservations have him saying that maybe it's time to start moving on. I, I think I think we're at a crossroads where we have to try to try to move on and and um, look for other opportunities here and, and not just be relying on on the you know the, the the jobs here at the steel mill he also has a message for the industry the, the one thing that the steel industry needs to be aware of is that i i am the kind of mayor that that will hold their feet to the fire that um if, if they do shut this mill down they will clean it up Missouri's Education Commissioner Margie Van Dieven gave an update to KMOX on this year's annual school performance report. The state did change the scoring system this year. Well, I do believe that that has we've seen a, a pretty significant shift in the way the scores have been distributed uh, from pr the prior iteration to this iteration. Uh, we first implemented that last year, and uh, we're seeing a similar distribution in the results this year. Van Dieven says every five or six years, Desi looks at the Missouri School Improvement Program to determine if it's meeting the needs. The latest iteration had a change in scoring due to multiple tests occurring, and Van Dieven says that's a big history around the Common Core. When Northview Village Nursing Home closed its doors on Friday, employees off the clock showed up to help residents move to other facilities around the community. Nurse Marvetta Harrison was one of them. The family members didn't, wasn't aware of this was going on. They didn't know where their people was going. We couldn't tell them anything. We couldn't tell them anything because we didn't know. 
couldn't tell who was in charge. Right, right, right. I, <laughs> that, it was just a mess. Today, she joined co-workers to protest for paychecks. Harrison, who's worked at Northview for 37 years, says the owner keeps sending emails saying they are working on it. The arch will be all aglow just in time for the holiday. Let's go live downtown to KMOX's Tiffany Jackson with more on what to expect. Tiffany? Michael, the Gateway Arch is shining even brighter now. Its lighting system has been updated to lessen flares at night and reduce harm for the birds. The updated LED fixtures now only use 1,200 watts per unit instead of 7,000. That results in a 60% decrease in energy usage while increasing light exposure on the arch itself. Over the course of 30 seconds, the arch will also light up from bottom to the top. Live in downtown, Tiffany Jackson, KMOX News. Soldiers from Fort Leonard Wood filled Lambert Airport for holiday block leave. USO of Missouri donating their time this morning as holiday block leave got off without a hitch. About 2 a.m., the buses started arriving. Soldiers heading home for the holidays, around 3,000 or so. USO of Missouri, Bill Profile. Girl Scouts to Anheuser-Busch to Boeing is here in a big contingent handing out brownies and gooey butter cake and some Boeing swag and all, which is really nice. So having everyone here and being able to talk to the soldiers as they come through, a lot different than back just post-pandemic. At Lambert, Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The KMOX business desk. It's been a rough year for St. Louis developer Lux Living. Control of the Eli Walker lofts downtown was taken away by a judge after numerous complaints of short-term rentals and wild parties that included one shooting death. They were denied permission to begin several projects, including one on South Kings Highway, where seven homes are currently boarded up and deteriorating. They sold that property. Now a proposal to build a high-rise in Kansas City seems to have fallen through, marking potentially its third failed project there, according to the Business Journal. I'm Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. Now more on a story that's captured the city's attention. The bar owner arrested after St. Louis police officers crashed their SUV through the front wall of his bar because they claimed he got, and then arrested him because they claimed he got physical after the crash, is now out of the St. Louis City Justice Center after spending 36 hours there. Chad Morris, 37 years old, had a black eye and bruises on his body. St. Louis police still have not done an interview, answered questions, or released more information about the crash. I talked with Morris's defense attorney, Javad Kazeli. He was scheduled for a bond hearing this afternoon, but we went in this morning and spoke to the prosecutor's office, and they agreed to have him released on his own recognizance. He was released to the custody of his husband. After the conversation we had with the circuit attorney's office, they called us and told us that on their own, they are reducing the charge from a felony to a misdemeanor. We will be moving at some point to have this case dismissed um, because... We don't think there's any basis for this. There's significant video evidence that shows that the police were the aggressors and that neither of my clients did anything wrong. Had it been a misdemeanor yesterday, would Chad have been held overnight? I don't know. I mean, what I can tell you is that he was held overnight based on a probable cause statement that the police wrote where they claimed that he did things that he didn't do. They also claimed that he was a danger to society and he was a flight risk. He's lived here for 15 years. You know, he's never been convicted of any crimes. It's, it was ludicrous, the whole thing. And then when you watch the video and see how disconnected the reality is from the narrative that the police report, it's pretty shocking. 
Now the video you posted the video of the of the view of the street. Now first we heard there was a dog, then we heard that there was a, a parked car. Now it looked like the police cruiser was not even on track to hit the parked car. And then the cruiser crosses um, the turn lane, the oncoming lane, the parking lane, and the sidewalk before uh, hitting the building. What, what do you make of that video? All I can say is in the video, it's very clear that the officers are speeding. This is a road with multiple lights. If I were driving that way and crashed into a building, I would be arrested. I would be charged with reckless driving. I would be drug tested. I would be alcohol tested. We need to know whether or not they did that with these police officers. What do you make of the fact that the police did not? Uh, we reached out to them about a half dozen times yesterday. There, there was no response until, and they also did not put this on their daily uh, incident summary report they do every morning. It was not on there. I tweeted that. Five o'clock, the police department calls and says, actually, it is on there. But they had just updated it before they called to put it on there and then to call to say that we were wrong. What, what do you make of the, the police department uh, first of all, not being forthcoming, but then also so you, you talk about, you know, toxicology. Was that run? All, all sorts of questions that are still outstanding uh, that we can't even pose. All I can tell you is when you watch the videos and you talk to the witnesses on the scene, instead of the police being apologetic for crashing into a building, they immediately become aggressive. It doesn't even look like the two officers who were involved in the accident are even still at the scene. The officers who were aggressive with my clients weren't the officers who were driving. It very much looks like the officers on the scene were trying to cover up for their fellow officers. The two officers who were driving are both probationary hires. So why people are driving this erratically, this recklessly, this dangerously in the middle of the night, pitch black, you have to ask them, but it's terrifying. If this had happened a few hours earlier, what, like an hour earlier or so, when people were at the bar, they could have killed people. They would have killed people. Is there video of what happened uh, after the crash? Did any bystanders take video of the um, uh, the person-to-person encounter between the officer? Absolutely. Uh, yes, there are multiple videos of that. We have um, at least one, and we've reviewed it, and it is diametrically opposed to what the police say. In fact... Everything is going calm until one of the police officers asks Mr. Demands from Mr. Pence that he shows his ID on his own property. And when Mr. Pence questions him, the officer immediately places him in handcuffs, then announces publicly to everybody that anybody who yells at him is going to be arrested for public disturbance. And then when Mr. Pence's husband shows up to ask why his husband has been handcuffed, then they arrest him, and the video shows the aftermath of a pretty severe beating. Mr. Morris just left jail. He's got black eyes. He has a black eye. He has bruising all over his body. He was beaten pretty severely. The video also shows the police throwing him back into the back of a van onto the ground and not securing him and then taking off, which is known as a rough ride. They gave him a rough ride? He was not... He was not secured in the back of the van. They just throw him on the ground of the van and then take off. The police summary says he was taken to the hospital because he complained of a pre-existing condition. If his pre-existing condition was a black eye and bruised 
wrists and cuts all over his body, then maybe, but it's pretty clear that he got beat up pretty bad. And his defense attorney, Kavad Kazali, talking about uh, the arrest and release of Chad Morris, one of the owners of Bar PM, arrested after St. Louis police crashed their car through the front door of his establishment. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe on your favorite podcast app to the St. Louis All Local and stay up to date.